episode of Guitar Books the Podcast. My name is Joe McMurray. I'm excited to be here with you today. We're going to be talking about fingerstyle guitar from Ken Perlman. Now before I get to this, I do want to tell you about my own book. It's called Arranging for Fingerstyle Guitar. It's available uh, through the link in the show notes below. In this book, I show you how to arrange a simple melody in hundreds of different ways so that in the end you can hopefully arrange any melody um, in a variety of styles. Also, if you haven't heard my music, please check out my two recent singles from my upcoming album, Pins on the Map. Uh, Open Road and Lost and Found are out as of this recording. By the time you actually see this, The Matador might be available as well. So please check that out. It's available on all the streaming services. So now, back to Fingerstyle Guitar by Ken Perlman. Ken Perlman's Fingerstyle Guitar is a method book for learning to play solo fingerstyle guitar in the folk, blues, fiddle tune, Celtic, and ragtime styles. The book becomes progressively more difficult as you go on. The beginning is appropriate for beginner fingerstyle players, and then the end is challenging for intermediate and even advanced players. The book is extremely long at 232 pages, although some of that is just because it has the music in both tablature and standard notation, which takes up a lot of space. Um, the book is also extremely detailed with some sections of dense explanatory text. While I enjoy many of the tunes in this book, especially the Irish, English, and Scottish fiddle tunes, some of the arrangements are clunky, difficult, and not worth the effort in my opinion. While I'm happy to have worked through fingerstyle guitar, I would not recommend this to most players unless you are specifically interested in older styles of music and you've already exhausted other options, uh, like the Chet Atkins guitar method or uh, something like that. So my overall take on this book is that it, it does have a lot of great information. It does have some great arrangements. It just, you know, it was written in 1980 and some of it does feel dated. Uh, a lot of the arrangements with the alternating bass and the thumb over the top just feel unnecessarily difficult at times. Some of the arrangements are great, but I do feel like this book is not the first book I would recommend to somebody if they were looking to get into fingerstyle guitar. There are some other resources out there that are probably better for getting started and that may have more modern songs, more popular tunes. Depends on what you're looking for. So let's get into this book a little bit. The book quickly introduces alternating bass or Travis picking arrangements and gradually presents standard guitar techniques including hammer-ons, pull-offs, slides, grace notes, etc. I like that Perlman provides exercises in lots of short, accessible tunes, like Elizabeth Cotton's Freight Train, to build your technique. The tunes and arrangements are stylistically similar to those of Stefan Grossman's The Complete Country Blues Guitar Book and The Complete Celtic Fingerstyle Guitar Book, but with more technical explanations especially of uh, techniques and that sort of thing. The book also provides types of tunes similar to those found in Mel Bay's Complete Chad Atkins Guitar Method, although with a very different teaching approach. The Chad Atkins Guitar Method, it really goes key by key and presents some exercises and tunes in each key, whereas this book really starts with just um, kind of playing alternating bass fingerstyle arrangements with your fretting hand near the nut of the guitar, and then it moves up the guitar, but using open bass notes, and then it adds fretted bass notes, 
before getting into some repertoire at the end that's in a variety of keys. While the first five chapters of this book are accessible with some fun 20-second tunes, the book's difficulty really starts increasing in chapter six. The tunes move higher up the fretboard, utilizing alternate tunings and requiring much more fretting with your thumb over the top. These are important things to learn and to prepare you for the fun, repertoire-heavy sections at the end of the book. The final four chapters of the book provide repertoire tunes organized into categories. Southern fiddle tunes, old-time songs and ballads, English or Irish-English and Scottish fiddle tunes, and rags. There's some nice arrangements in these chapters, but as I mentioned earlier, I found that many of the arrangements seem to be especially difficult. I believe that a good arrangement should find a balance between complexity of the tune and playability. So you want the tune to sound as good as possible while being as easy as possible to play, in my opinion. Um, if you're going to be playing tunes out at performances, if it's the hardest thing you've ever played, you're not going to want to play it at the performance. You're going to have a strong likelihood of making a mistake. So I feel like these tunes are not optimized for performance. They are especially difficult, some of them. Just in the, in the Travis picking style, but some of them are just have some awkward fingerings and some of the thumb over the top stuff is really difficult, at least for me. Uh, maybe if I had a thinner neck, like a one and five eighths inch neck, it would probably help a little bit. Although that makes it harder for your picking hand. So some of these arrangements just feel clunky to me. There are lots of difficult passages and fingerings, even after putting in some serious practice. There are detailed explanations of techniques, like I mentioned earlier, hammer-ons, slides, pull-offs, those sorts of things. But there is little explanation of how to actually play through an individual tune with a smooth performance. Other books like Richard Saslow's The New Art of Ragtime Guitar provide smoother arrangements and much more tune-specific help. So if you're performing musicians, you'll find that most of these tunes are too short to actually play out at a gig without coming up with your own variations. So a lot of the tunes are just like half a page long or a page long. It might take you 20 seconds to play through it. There are exceptions in that the rags at the end of the book are quite lengthy and difficult. Uh, for the shorter tunes throughout the book, there's no discussion about how to actually go about extending them for performance. If you are an experienced player, then you probably know how to create melodic and harmonic variations to extend a tune. But if you are just starting out, which a lot of you might be, the book doesn't really give you any insight into that. You're just going to get the 20-second tune, and that's it. So maybe if you work with a teacher or get some information from elsewhere, when you come back to the tunes in this book, you could extend them. Uh, the author, Ken Perlman, provides some really cool background information on styles and specific tunes. I like the history of some of the old songs. And also, the Celtic fiddle tune chapter has some great information on the differences between single jigs, double jigs, slip jigs, set tunes, reels, hornpipes, and slow airs with great examples of each. I'll play a double jig for you later. The book provides examples in both tab and standard notation, or treble clef. Each tune example is presented in its entirety in the tab, and then again in standard notation. This is great in that it minimizes page turns uh, if you're reading the tune. It's also highly annoying because all of the fingering details are only in the standard notation. So if you're reading the tablature, then you have to keep flipping back to the standard notation. Also, after the beginning of the book, there is no right hand fingering. So if you're not experienced with that, 
you're not going to get much help from this book. Overall, the book contains a wide scope of valuable information and funneled folk, blues, Celtic, fiddle, and ragtime tunes. Many of the arrangements feel clunky to me and difficult, even after putting in a lot of work. Many of the explanations of techniques are helpful if you've never used them before, but they are hard to read through. It's just dense information. If you want to play fingerstyle guitar, this is not the book I would start with. It's maybe the fourth or fifth book. It's a great book, but it's not the first one I would recommend. Just a few last things. Uh, the book definitely doesn't get into any modern percussive techniques that you'd find from players like Michael Hedges or Don Ross or Andy McKee or Mike Dawes. You're not going to be doing any thumb slaps, guitar body percussion, tapping. I would definitely recommend using an acoustic steel string guitar rather than a classical guitar because there's lots of fretting with your thumb over the top of the guitar. If you have a two inch classical neck or more, then it's going to be really difficult to do that. So yeah, this book was published in 1980, the first time around, and I think the most recent update was in 2002. Uh, it's a fun book. I'm going to play through some of the tunes in it, a couple easy ones, and uh, I'll play a Celtic Irish double jig just to show you what you're going to get in this book. All right. Okay, I'm playing my loud one today. It sounds really nice with some of these tunes. Okay, so the first tune I'm going to play for you is Elizabeth Cotton's Freight Train. This is a great tune where you're just adding melody notes to or above a Travis pattern, an alternating bass line. Uh, it's pretty simple. It's kind of a standard beginning fingerstyle guitar tune. So this is on page 37. Here we go. Short and easy. Okay, let's keep going. Okay, here's another easy one on page 44. This is called Louis Collins. This is a tune by Mississippi John Hurt, arranged by Ken Perlman in the key of C major. So in this tune, there's not going to be any pattern other than the alternating bass. The melody is completely independent. So I'll just play you the melody without any accompaniment first, so, so that you can see how that sounds. simple tune, happy, it lasts about 15 seconds. Okay, so the next tune is called Payday by Mississippi John Hurt. This is going to be in drop D tuning, so we're going to drop the sixth string from E to D. So I just tune it to my D string. 
this allows you to play, if you're in the key of D major, you can play low D, octave D. D chord. So this book, uh, in this chapter, uh, the author is teaching you how to get out of root position playing and move up the neck, and in order to make that an easier transition, he's giving you some tunes where you have, you utilize open bass strings, so you really only have to focus on fretting the melody. Uh, you don't have to do any them over the top or complicated stuff with the bass notes yet. So this is a tune, like I said, called Payday by Mississippi John Hurt, and we're going to be playing up the neck in drop D tuning, and he's also introducing grace note slides, so slides that don't uh, have any time value. So instead of like one end, it's one. So here we go. It's a really happy, nice tune. It's still short, but it uh, gets you playing up the neck with this drop D tuning. Okay. Okay, the next tune that I'm going to play for you is called Cripple Creek. This is an old southern fiddle tune. So this one's going to be in open G tuning, also known as um, Spanish tuning, or in Hawaiian slack key music, it's called tarot patch tuning. We're going to tune the guitar to an open G chord. So it's going to be D, G, D, G, B, D. Essentially, strings 2, 3, and 4 stay the same, but we're going to drop strings 1, 5, and 6 a whole step each. So we're already in drop D from the previous tune. Uh, we're going to drop the fifth string from A to G, using the third string to tune it. Then we're going to drop the, six, or the first string from E to D, and we'll use the fourth string to tune that. Let's see, and then I'll check the D again, and the G. Okay, this tune is also going to be played with a capo on the second fret, so instead of being in the key of G major, it's going to be in the key of A major. This tune is on page 146, it's in the chapter with lots of southern fiddle tune repertoire, and it's going to be played with an up the neck with an alternating bass. So it's pretty fun and easy. Okay, I'm going to play through this without any repeats, so it's going to be really short. So before moving on, the next tune's in standard tune, standard tuning again. So I need to take off the capo and tune back to standard. So Okay, so the next tune we're gonna look at is an Irish double jig 
from the chapter on uh, Irish, English, and Scottish fiddle tunes. This is a really fun one. The book gives a little background information on jigs, technically what they are. It says that jigs are fiddle tunes with a 6-8 time signature. Jigs that primarily contain a rhythm of quarter note, eighth note combinations. So, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four, five, six are called single jigs. Whereas those composed of eighth note groupings are called double jigs, like a one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four, five, six. So single jig, one, two, three, four, five, six. Double jig, one, two, three, four, five, six. So this tune is called The Trip to Sligo. This is an Irish double jig arranged by Ken Perlman. It's in the key of E Dorian. So Dorian is just a minor scale with a major sixth. Don't worry about it. You can just play the notes on the page if you don't want to get into the music theory. But I'm going to do this without any repeats just to save time. fun tune. It's got that dark Irish fiddle tune sound that you've heard in some classics like The Road to Lisdoon Varna or something like that. So that's the last tune I'm going to play for you from the book. Okay, so there you have it. Ken Perlman's Fingerstyle Guitar Method Book. This is a book that teaches you how to play fingerstyle guitar from start to finish, at least in this kind of Travis picking alternating bass style. It is a good book feels a little dated when you go through it. The tunes are all older folk songs, a lot of great ones. But overall, it's not my favorite book. Some of the arrangements, just I don't love them. If you were going to start out with fingerstyle guitar, I might recommend that you start out with something like Alfred's Beginning Fingerstyle Guitar Book or Mel Bay's The Complete Chad Atkins Guitar Method. And I also I do like the Hal Leonard Fingerstyle Guitar method book. I don't like it as much as the other two, but those are probably better books to get started with fingerstyle guitar. But if you've already been through those and you just want some new ideas and some new arrangements, and especially if you're interested in these older folk styles of music, um, this is a nice book. Um, so yeah, so Fingerstyle Guitar by Ken Perlman. Oh, there is video available for this book, for the Ken Perlman book, but you, as far as I can tell, you have to buy the DVD for it, or the video, I don't know if it's a VHS or something like that, but I haven't seen it on YouTube, and if you just search on Google, or if you search through Ken Perlman's website, I haven't been able to find the video for this book, but it is out there. I saw somewhere that it's about $25, but again, I haven't been through it, so I can't speak to how useful it is. I know a lot of you really like having video and audio to go along with the book. So that's a, that's a thing. It exists if you need that. So before I let you go, I want to give you a little bit more detail about my own book, Arranging for Fingerstyle Guitar. I mentioned it at the beginning of the video. In this book, I show you how to take a very simple melody and arrange it in hundreds of different ways. There are actually over 400 examples in this book, we take 
one melody and we arrange it using just melody and bass and then by adding inner harmony, adding an alternating bass line underneath, kind of like what you've seen a lot of in Ken Perlman's book, um, how to add arpeggiation under the melody to create a, a beautiful flowing arrangement, how to play the melody in the bass, how to harmonize the melody with thirds, sixths, tenths, that sort of thing, how to utilize natural and artificial harmonics. And then we, I talk about how to uh, transpose the melody to different keys, because sometimes a tune might fit better in another key on the guitar. It's also dependent on the tuning you're using. So we do, I do talk about alternate tunings. I get into cross-string or harp style, alternate time signatures, creating an independent bass line underneath the melody. And then at the end of the book, I have a couple chapters on reharmonization. This is where you put different chords underneath the melody to give it a different sound, to give it a different feel. It's one of my favorite things to do to a song because in fingerstyle guitar, we don't have lyrics. So when we just repeat a verse, it sounds exactly the same unless you create some variation. And of course you can create melodic variations where you change the melody a little bit, like the actual notes that you're playing, or the rhythm of melody notes, but you can also just change the chords underneath to make it feel and sound different. Um, so there's two chapters on that. I go into a lot of detail on it. It's something that I, I really enjoy. Uh, also, I have a brief look at a more complicated melody, a melody that moves faster. And there's a lot of great information at the back of the book on general practicing and gear and things like that. And then there's a chapter on all of the music theory that you need to know to play fingerstyle guitar and to arrange for fingerstyle guitar. It's all the useful stuff. I don't really believe in practicing melodic minor scales up and down. I think that you should just use the music theory that you need to be able to play and, har and arrange songs. There's also a lot of information about natural and artificial harmonics. So please check out my book. And also, as I mentioned, if you haven't listened to my music, please check out my latest single rele releases from Pins on the Map. I've released two singles at the time of the recording here, but by the time you watch this video, I might have three or more out from the upcoming album. Um, I've also got my previous two albums, Riding the Wave and Acoustic Oasis which are available on all the streaming services as well. So thank you very much, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.